If you have any questions or concerns about this week's episode, please call or text producer Dan at Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is a blocked party. This is episode number 250. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And with us for this momentous occasion, uh, one of our favorite Ooh. guests here. Oh, it's a momentous occasion. It's a, it's a round, even number. It's halfway to 500. A beloved guest of this program, one of the most appearing guests on this program as well, you may know her from her podcast, The Bechtel Cast, or Ghost Church, or My Year in Mensa, or The Lolita Podcast, or since the last time we've had her on the show, now a celebrated author of the book Raw Dog, Jamie Loftus is here. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Happy 250, guys. How are you feeling? Oh, we are feeling pretty yeah. good. Well, John rented a studio space just for <laughs> 250. So. Yeah, like, Stephen, why didn't you show? It seems like you sort of wanted I you I should, to I should there's room on the couch there oh like, dude there's two, there's literally like two couches here yeah we uh I moved to Calgary a lot of people yeah. know this this is about, our first post Vancouver episode this right? is our first post Vancouver wow. episode yeah. we are now recording remote and um I do not have internet in my house yet so I needed mm. somewhere to record and there is a bar and podcast that's just what they call it cax bar and podcast in calgary oh my god it's literally a Wait, bar. bar and podcast is, yeah, so, is in the title of the business is that a bar behind you there yes this is a it's a so people can a, look in at you right now people are are probably looking in at me right oh now my god going like what the fuck is this guy doing i've not heard of this concept for a bar and i'm kind of like mortified at it I, yeah i'm not i'm not happy that there are people potentially watching you doing this i don't, well, I don't like that like the opposite of the reason you would want to be a podcaster to like what if i what if people could look at me <laughs> while fucked up yeah and laugh at me That's through the, like through not the glass I, also like they're looking at john like he's some kind of animal you're a caged animal and i mean I, to be fair we're also looking at you like you're yeah. an animal <laughs> yeah the can we should talk about maybe the camera angle you're gonna well, if, if you're listening to this and you've seen the pictures on instagram or blue sky or wherever um mm -hmm. i i i just it is security footage it is a security footage <laughs> angle like the angle at your place john like at, at the block party studios was kind of high up as well um because it was a webcam on top of the the TV mounted on the wall, but this is like this is like the corner of the the ceiling, sort of, right? It's so not it in the ceiling. Like. It's it's okay. attached. It's attached to a ring light uh, okay. that's like over here. The ring, ring light is doing not a lot on. of work from like fifteen feet away. Well, it's not on because okay. it's, I'm recording in the middle of the day here on on Saturday. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I also, I have some bad news for both of you. The way that my computer is set up is facing the bar as well. So, oh no, so we're every, also exposed. Oh. Yeah, so, you, so all three of you are also exposed. Hi everyone, <laughs> hi everyone uh, drinking at a bar in Calgary at 1 p.m. on a Saturday. Hello. I is wonder it? if this has been successful for, uh, for them. Like, would well, this be something someone would want to do? Like, I, I feel like John I can't booked imagine. this like yesterday, so I'm going to say... I, uh, 
Well, I booked it. I booked it two days ago, and then uh, Jamie, you had to change the time, which was fine. But yes. I was a little nervous. I was like, "Oh, maybe you know they'll be booked in or whatever." And they were like, "Oh yeah, that's you can change the time, no problem." Like, it doesn't you're fine. matter. Well, this I, reminds me of um, our friend uh, Tom Walker. Jamie, I don't know if you know Tom of, mm-hmm. of uh, BigSoftTitty.png fame, but he did a, a <laughs> Twitch stream at like a kind of a live streaming it was like a um like a land cafe sort of thing almost right where people were going to like game on like really nice computers but they have like two separate rooms for twitch streaming and again it's the same sort of setup where people in the land cafe can like look in and watch you stream and i guess that would be okay if tom was doing like a regular stream where he's just like sitting down and playing games but he was doing uh what he called a character stream which was sort of based off, you know, those TikTok people who will pretend to be like NPCs and just say like ice cream, mm, you know, like that sort of thing. No. What? Oh, it's like it's like a whole thing on TikTok where <laughs> that's you can, good, Jamie, that you don't know about. You can that. tip that's them with healthy. like, you, yeah, you basically tip them with like stickers or like emojis, and the emojis are like an ice cream or like a diamond or like a car, and they're worth <laughs> a certain amount of money. And then when you give them the ice cream, they'll be like, mmm, ice cream, yum, yum. I love ice cream. And they'll just like, but they'll repeat these like NPC style phrases. And they're making okay. like, I mean, I think TikTok takes a cut twice is my understanding, which is like a whole other racket, but they right. make like pretty good money, I think doing. Wow. They need to be an NPC for seven hours, but that's what Tom was doing. Cause he's like, it would be fun to do this as a bit. Um, and I think there, there was some construction thing going on at their, at their place. So he had to like rent out a, a space for it. And he's putting on like a Sonic the Hedgehog costume and Austin Powers costume. Like he's putting on all these costumes and there's like little kids gaming like right <laughs> next to him. At mm-hmm. one point he was dressed as Sonic and made eye contact with a six-year-old and was just like, this is the worst I've ever felt in my whole life. But he was doing an NPC stream as these characters. And it was like the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's, that's the vibe I get Holy from John shit. right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I can see that. I can see that based on your description. I can see it. Yeah. I, so I'm not going to do any of that stuff, but okay. there is, there it's is fine. only one person in the bar right now sitting at the bar and I believe it's the server. Um, okay. So, so right now we're okay where it's not too. Wait, can they hear you? I just got someone walk by. Oh my God. They're I don't moving. like that. I don't like this at all. Oh no! I don't like this angle is troubling for so many reasons because you can only see legs. You can only see moving legs. Yeah, but if, yeah. if someone is to come, like I could see someone coming by and kind of like leaning down to like look in. We might see that at some. That point. is definitely like, possible for sure. Oh, because there's, there's a seat. There's we- a chair right there. Look at the chair. Look where that is. Right. If someone yeah, sits yeah. there, someone there, could sit right behind me. Yeah. Is there any chance? that this is playing in the bar. Oh, that's a right. good point. I that because that's what Tom found out after he was like right at the no! end of his stream. No! He was streaming for three hours. The guy came in and <laughs> was, was like you know you know you're like uh, uh on like up up front here. I think someone uh from the company or the bar came in the chat and was like you know you're out on the like the big screen out here right and he's like I thought I had to pay extra for that. I said I didn't want that. And so oh, he was apparently no. out there on the screen the entire time. So. You know what would actually be a good thing for the bar to do is make you pay extra for them to not do that. Yes, I think that, <laughs> that would be would the be way the to do better. it. Yes. Uh, we're actually going to play this for everybody in the bar yeah. unless you give us double what we asked well, for. Hey, hello everyone at Cax racket. Bar and Grill right now. Um, my friend <laughs> uh, John, who's... podcast stuff. Bar and podcast studio. I'm sorry. I'm assuming there's a grill somewhere in the building. But Probably. if you could bring my friend John some uh, some fries... Maybe? Yeah, if you if you can hear this, oh, I see that guy. <laughs> you bring John. 
Because it's yeah, possible. I see jeans that, and boots back there. It's possible. Oh my god! Do you think it's po- po- oh, yeah? I see. Who I he see picked something lead. up off the floor. I think maybe. Okay, wait. Oh my god! But I god. can't tell if like. Oh, do you that's think the guy who set up the studio for me. He's okay. one of the. He's one of the co-owners. Okay. All well, right. is it possible that he's walking to go tell people like they're saying mean things about it? Like I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell. I, it's pretty quiet in here, so I'm guessing it's like pretty soundproofed. And they, yeah. but they can probably hear me at least a little bit. Yeah. Sorry so that you this angle are kind is of so like operating troubling. on like gorilla mode because that's just like what they do with gorillas. They're like, oh yeah, you can watch them in their habitat, but you can't. He, they can't hear you. You can't hear them. Yeah, because you don't want to yeah. scare them. You know. Yeah, I'm but. in right. full. I'm in full. I'm in full gorilla mode. I guarantee uh, if someone wow. if someone sits uh, at that table right behind you. Like they're if they're going into a bar at you know one p.m. on a Saturday, you're going there to because there's no like games on really. There's college football, I guess, but like mm-hmm. they're going there to to get day drunk, and yeah. you know it they're also seems be like tapping on the glass. It's pretty light in there too. Like they're not trying to hide that it's daytime. It's quite light. Is there a big yeah. window next to you as well? Oh, uh, like... you know what? There are curtains behind me that I can close. No, I, I, think, no, I think keep I... it open. <laughs> Don't we we don't don't do any illusions for us. I just yeah. like it's very a lot of natural light. <laughs> I want to see I want to see someone sit down right behind you. Like okay. I want that more than any. Like cuz I I think you can book this at night, which I think that would be the weird like you're just in this bar at night <laughs> where people are getting that drunk would be and you're crazy. I think that would work for like certain like if maybe if you were doing like a like a sports show like you're you're right. talking like you know there's right. a hockey game going on you're kind of like live podcasting a hockey game with because right. this is this is a webcam here right so can you stream from here as well john i think so i think you yeah. can stream from here yeah yeah they definitely it's it's definitely like a good setup what they have like they've got the couches all here it's like a good but yeah i'm guessing i know they have a native podcast to here like the like the bar itself has its own has podcast. podcast like they okay. they post the they like just videos like say and that stuff what their on their website. specials are <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that's so fucking bizarre good for them yeah I, <laughs> I well apparently like you were saying jamie you never heard of this before and i hadn't either and then when when the owner was kind of like loading me in here or whatever he was like i think this is the only podcast bar in canada but he kind of said that like this is a proven concept somewhere else i don't <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I just looked up podcast bar and the first result is podcast bar Calgary and it's <laughs> where you're sitting. <laughs> well, they, they're good on the SEO. They, 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 yeah. They so it does say down. if you look up CAX Calgary, the first, the first result is CAX and I can't tell what it actually, what the full title here is. Cause if you go to the website, I don't know that it, it actually says what it is, but it says CAX bar and podcast come for the beer, stay for the, and then I can't tell Con- conversation stay for the conversation. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, they have that on the sort of media wall. But oh, you can I can see that behind see, you there. Like, right yeah. there yeah. Do you think they're going to listen to this show? A hundred percent, like one, like 1 million percent. They're going to listen to this. And then the funny, so the funny thing was like, and this is great because they are like, so when I, when the owner, uh, yeah, yeah kind of was like setting up the space for me. He was like, oh, you know, what's the name of your podcast? And he like looked it up and he's like, whoa, you guys have done a lot of episodes. And I was like, yeah, we're, we're recording 250 right now. That's why we're here. And then he was like, uh, cool. Yeah. Like, you know, we, well, we'll be here. And I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm building a studio in my house. Like it'll be fine. And then he's like, and then we also have a, we also have like a comedy night here. 
Uh, so because I, because I said, Oh yeah. He's like, Oh, you have a comedy podcast. Are you a comedian? I was like, yeah, I do comedy. And he's like, Oh cool. We do comedy here every Thursday. So like if you're an open micer, um, you know, it's like a great spot to do a thing. I was like, Oh yeah. I'm like a professional uh, headliner. He's like, Oh, oh, okay. Like he, he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I guess I give off the vibe of an open mic. So that's, <laughs> that's probably not very good, but yeah, I think they do trivia too. It sounds like, um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just looking at their originally. I thought menu, I thought when I was asking them to do this, that I could maybe get the space for free in exchange for advertising for them. And then I was like, I we're probably just going to talk about it for most of the episode. I think this is so yeah, yeah. this is the entire <laughs> we've are that's all we've done so far. So. I think the CAGs I I hope they should like you know lean into this a little more. I cannot find another place that is yeah trying to do what they're doing. I'm looking up podcast bars and I found I found the B A R podcast, but it's biblical and reformed. So <laughs> okay, it's that's not, probably not. It's probably yeah. a little different. Yeah, not yeah. the same. So they should lean into thing. being like, "Hey, we're the only one of these." That's yeah, a great but then that might yeah. make it sound like a bad idea. Right. You want to sort of yeah. yeah. You want to. You got to say the world's bit. first. So then that's it's maybe like, the way yes, of doing it. Yes. Flying like, yes. oh, there's a whole bunch. Yes, I do. I kind of feel like because we are sharing this moment together all of you are going to have to travel to Calgary and we're going to have to do I'm, a full podcast in here. Well, I, I, I know like Dan yeah. and I are coming there at some point yeah. and even Jamie, though you will have the studio by then, like we have to do it here. We're, we're flying you yeah. up, Jamie. We will yeah. do, we'll I, get, cause they got a full, like I said, they got a full webcam, like multicam setup. Like we could do it one looks like of those. A good setup. I, yeah. I like it. I just, I, the, wanna, I really just want someone sitting behind you more than anything. In the world. Like, <laughs> I want to line up my trip with a Thursday, uh, so I can get on stage. And do some yes. Stuff. Yeah. Yes. And you and I can is, be in the open mic or well, let's, let's go up on, on Tuesday as well. So we can, we can do like a trivia team together as well. Oh, I think, I think we would all do pretty up, well. Yeah. yeah. Get really acquainted with the space. Yes. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, I, honestly, this is the kind of thing where I'm like, it could, it probably will work. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't want to go to a podcast bar in my neighborhood, but I wouldn't be surprised if one eventually existed. Yeah. 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 No. And I, I'm looking at the menu and it, it looks pretty solid too. Tax. Um, were you going to order they... anything, John? No. I, Could well, you? We're, we're recording. So yeah. So you want me to order something? Like, yeah. I don't... Could you like message the guy or, or like. <laughs> I don't People know. People always get mad when I Misophia. eat on the show. Sorry, yeah, but I, yeah, don't eat on the show. Uh, no, I know, but I think, or get like a drink or something. <laughs> like, like this is like, you know, this is like an opportunity, right? To like. An opportunity to what? To have food on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a giant <laughs> opportunity. This is a business expense. They have, well, and Jamie, they have the Cax Deluxe Hot Dog. Oh, of course they do. The jungle dog stuffed with cheese, wrapped with bacon and sauteed onions with Cax signature sauce. Wow. I I went to a local bar last night. I'm in my hometown right now. Oh. Our most famous export is uh, famous boxer Rocky Marciano. Okay. And uh, I had some, they, I have it here because I drank one uh, before I went to bed last night. Um, Rocky Marciano small batch IPAs. I love Whoa, that. There locally. we go. Um, yeah, that's I mean, a double I, IPA too. It looks like. Yeah, they're not. Well, you know, he doubled the power of his fists. Of course, <laughs> he's, got, <laughs> he's got two fists. <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah, uh, of course. And when I was buying it last night, when I was leaving, uh, 
they're like, well, you know what day it is. And I was like, I don't. They're like, it, it's his birthday. And oh my so God. It, it felt like a quadruple. Of course. Oh, this I, I'm like also drink. I'm I'm drinking uh, a famous boxer's drink as well. Stefan <laughs> <laughs> so. is holding up Logan Paul's Prime, the ice pop the sports, flavor, sports beverage. It's what so does it good. Tastes like really. It's, it's oh, actually. Bummer. I know it sucks. So this isn't the the. So there's like the energy drink version, which I think is like maybe not allowed in Canada, and the yeah, FDA has a lot of issues with. Day, actually, you can get. Them oh my here god, now. Dan, is that when the- you were really sick? Uh, no, it was right after. Okay. All right. That's fine then. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it's basically just like a Gatorade style drink, but with coconut water. And oh, I was going to say, is it kind of like a, a, a cummy texture? Cause it, that's, <laughs> it's very cummy. Yeah. Yeah. It, the color just, of it is very reason, cummy. Even the based on the shape only. of the bottle. It's like, yeah. So the texture, I wouldn't say is very cummy. The texture though. is just liquid. Like it's not yeah. like, okay. thick it's not anything. like when you drink the coconut water out of a can. Yeah. And it's I thought very, you were going to say, it's not like when you drink cum. But <laughs> yeah, it's not like when you drink cum. It's but not I, quite as it's not quite as cummy as cum. <laughs> it, it is really good, but it does say on it like uh, only one have only have one of these a day because I think it has a lot of like vitamins and stuff. Um, Whoa! Is the idea, did you but, like OD on? Well, it has two hundred percent of your uh, recommended daily value of vitamin B six and vitamin B twelve. Why? I guess it's, it's good. <laughs> I think to do that, isn't it? <laughs> It's it's hot. that's the hydrating vitamin. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, but I've been I've been drinking this like at like soccer and stuff, and it's like, wow, it's good. You know, it t- it does, and honestly, it legitimately, this is the best flavor. I think. Um, I don't wow. know, John, if you've had the other flavors, but it does. I haven't, but I was just looking very up good. for Jamie. Uh, you can die from a vitamin overdose. Oh yeah, I yeah, it's like yeah. just like you can die from too much water. Yes, yes. Hold, hold your wee for a wee. The classic, that's the, cl- uh, the classic thing water that everyone death. knows about. Yeah. The classic water death. <laughs> um, I I definitely did at one point. I think in college, I was like, I should start. I should start being healthier. I'm gonna start taking vitamins. Not realizing like, oh, you have to like take them with like food. And so I did the classic thing of like, just like housing like five different vitamins in mm-hmm. the morning and like not eating anything all day and then having the worst stomach pain of my life. I was to say that would make you feel so sick. Oh, I right? was like throwing up. It was like, it was horrendous. So I've just like never taken vitamins again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the, I, I one learned of the, my lesson. One of the major signs of overdosing on vitamins is, uh, is severe diarrhea. So Stefan, it'd be hard for you to know if you were actually oh, overdosing. Oh, maybe I have been taking vitamins. Well, no, because the, <laughs> the whole thing is you, you piss the excess vitamins out, right? I think. Or, oh, wait, someone's sitting behind you. Oh, my God. Wait. Are they? I missed you. Uh, there's someone right, look, in the, in the top right there. Oh, I right see there. them. Yeah. Where are they sitting? So directly motions. behind you. Oh shit! <laughs> Good, that was really subtle. <laughs> They're facing the other way. They well, are. What, what, there was no way for me to really do it subtly, was sure. there? Sure, okay, but is I there like is there that. someone is there someone like uh, face it like with them or are they by themselves? Not that I not that I can tell yet. Okay, I don't know. It's hard what, for me to tell. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. I guess. Jeez. So I was going to ask you, Jamie. Like, are this is the impression I have of Massachusetts, but like. Is your hometown like you? You can't say shit about Rocky Marciano. Like people will be like, that, "That's Rocky." Like, do people get really mad if you're like, "Hey, fuck that guy" or whatever? Yeah, I guess it's never. I mean, maybe I'm just too from here. It's never occurred to me to to speak against him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess if I did, people would be upset. They're, the only thing that I can, I mean, the, the only time that people were like, "All right, that's enough, Rocky Marciano." Here was when they spent 
this was like 10 years ago or something. I was already out of high school, but there there was like a budget. There was like a huge school budget shortage um, where they hadn't updated the history books in a really long time. And then they instead paid like $10,000 to build a 12 foot tall statue of Rocky Marciano outside of the school, instead of buying history books that, okay. um, <laughs> but you can learn from statues. That was like a very contentious thing in the, in the U S the past few years, but you, apparently you can learn a lot from statues, right? We were erecting statues. Yeah. We, when, when other people tore them down, we <laughs> put a big old Rocky Marciano up and I do feel like every time I uh, drive by, I, I learn something from yeah. him, from his okay. majestic stance. Sorry, John, there's a lot of motion behind you right now. <laughs> is there? Is there? It's starting there were to a lot of people up. walking by. Starting yeah. to fill up? It is, yeah. I think, I'm, yeah. I'm not noticing. I, uh, I, I'm going to post in the Block Party Discord that you're here right now. Because I know there's a lot of people <laughs> Oh, in yeah, they are. They're right there. I, look, I just looked at the guy right in his face. Oh, no. Yeah, so that means a, they know we were talking about them. Yeah, there's a guy sitting beside the girl now, but you can't see, but out of frame. So Do you they're think sitting, they're on a date? At I don't Cax? think. That's not the impression I get, but I don't know. But I no. also don't know how much they can hear me or not. So I got to be careful. I got to be careful. Because I got headphones really... on, too. So it's tough for me to know. Like, Yeah. I mean, you sound like normal audio level to us i guess but again we're not we're not there in the room right so it's a tricky situation i just to get back to the statue ten thousand dollars seems like a deal on a statue to me like if if i had to guess how much a statue cost i would have guessed way more than that what was it made out of that's a good question and i also could be bullshitting the number (laughs) i'm like i was like how much does it sound rocky Marciano's statue budget. Thank you for making me fact check myself on this. Oh, I, I mean, I'm just—it's just a curiosity from from my end because uh, I was just like, that seems oh, like a is good. This in, is this guys, in Brockton, Brockton, guys, Massachusetts? Yeah, it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars. A statue doesn't cost. <laughs> so that's 250. like fifty. That's even crazier. You could build almost a school for that. Uh, you know, I. Uh, but I'm saying that it was a gift but that doesn't square with what the local drama was i don't know we're also having an embezzling a local embezzling issue right now from the superintendent of schools who used to be my gym teacher he's accused of embezzling 14 million dollars oh my god i know i know (laughs) shit i've i'm like i'm here for the next week and so i went to like I went to a, a pub, I went to a public meeting about it yesterday, and people are the people of Brockton are rip shit on this issue. They're like, Whoa. you know, Mike Thomas, give the money back, bitch. Where did it go? <laughs> Everyone's where so do you mad. think it went? I mean, fourteen million is so much. You bought a bunch of really, really short uh, gym shorts, probably. It's <laughs> like the shortest ever. <laughs> well, how many? Okay, two hundred fifty thousand dollars times. Uh, four times 14. That's how many Rocky Marciano statues he could get. <laughs> I, I found a headline from, I guess, when they were building the statue in 2009. Mm-hmm. Rocky Marciano okay. statue in Brockton halted amid financial difficulties and threats. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So this is, there, there was a lot of um, local upset around, do we need the statue? I also remember a lot of local discourse around, is the statue too big? Because it's so big. It's pretty alarming. And then they built a fence around the statue because everyone was trying to climb it because it was so big. And yeah, it's, tr- it's like 24 feet tall, right? It's so big. That's yeah, crazy. It's, wow. It's, it looms over the football field. A couple... <laughs> A couple of uh, good lines here from the, So this is kind of about the threats. Rodriguez has been aware of the threats to the World Boxing Council over the statue. So they were threatening an entire council. 
According to an email provided to the Enterprise by Rodriguez, the World Boxing Council has received more than 1,000 harassing and threatening emails from an anonymous person or group regarding the Rocky statue. The council, and this is a quote here, had hit a little bump on the road from the emails they were getting from this psycho in Chicago, Rodriguez said earlier. <laughs> a psycho in Chicago? Apparently someone in Chicago. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So Wow. This, what a contentious time. I'm like, and ultimately, with all due respect to, to Rocky Marciano, completely unnecessary. Uh, didn't need it. Uh, and, but, you know, I think that, I guess we have bigger fish to fry at this time due to the whole $14 million fiasco. No right. kidding. Wow. So, I love kind of like smaller or mid-sized town drama. It's always it's, really, really good. It's so great. Especially when it escalates this severely where you're like, I didn't even know we had $14 million. <laughs> like it's so wild. That Was it's it gone. over the course of like years or uh, year. obviously? Single okay. fiscal year. A single million. year? Yeah. That's insane. You can't get away with that much of it. Wow. Dude, like, I've never embezzled. It yeah. I've never embezzled money, but you can't just like, you have to it's, dip your toe in. I feel like. I feel like there's there's things that I don't that people that we don't quite understand yet. Yeah, it's and now I feel because I'm here for the next week, I'm going to be so invested, and then I'm going to leave and forget about it. But my mom's a teacher, and so I like everyone's very trying to figure out what's going on. And yeah, I don't know. I I always wonder too. It was like because there's been such a down a, a dip in funding for local reporting. If people just generally assume they can get away with more because there's like less people that are paid to watch them but 14 million dollars like someone's gonna notice that i think yeah yeah and i think it's uh, it's horrible for the school system and i think it seems also kind of um like it's been a unifying kind of fun thing that everyone in brockton can get mad about this right uh, and get mad at one it's so fun to band together and get mad at one guy did he spend a lot of it already like did he buy like a new house and like a new car and stuff like uh, he, I, I think I, I haven't read the articles yet. He's like starting to come out to defend himself. It's unclear. I don't know. Like, it's also unclear how like high up the issue goes or if it was right. like one guy or if it was like a systemic thing or yeah. I've also heard people be like, he was just really bad at being superintendent. I'm like, that doesn't. That's, that's like the worst superintendent of all time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just very. Yeah. And it's like such an underserviced city i don't know it's really bizarre we don't need the statue we do need the 14 million dollars we need that back here's my prediction i think in the next decade somehow it's all gonna get something's gonna get fucked up and they're gonna build a statue of this gym teacher by accident (laughs) (laughs) well i was gonna say jamie you were talking about the town unifying there Mm -hmm. must have been people when the statue was built who were like no we need this statue like this statue is very important we have to have it I'm sure there was a contingency of <laughs> like uh, uncles that were like, we've got to, we've got to have the Rocky and it can't be smaller than 24 feet tall. Yeah. And like, it's, I don't know. I, I, I've come to love the Rocky statue. Um, it's sort of one of the only uh, interesting landmarks that we have um, since other places have, have burned down. Um, so we have that and it would be a very difficult statue to burn down, which is maybe part of why it's, it, it was made the way it was. Yeah. Not right. 24 feet tall is so tall for a statue. It's, it, and still somehow I managed to be shocked at exactly how huge it is every time. It's <laughs> and it's so in front big. of this, it's in front of a school. It's in, it's in, it's directly next to the football field. So if you're okay. a low, yeah, if you're a high school football player, he's, 
he's watching. He's sort of like the god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even though he's not a football player. Um, yeah. But his but number you, is you retired. Can, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Did, oh, did so he, he played football. He played and football. they were like, oh, we got it. He was so good at boxing. We'll retire his football number. I don't know. I think we just sort of have two guys and we just retire their numbers at whatever sport because his number is also retired at baseball. Okay. And what does he have? Boxer, boxers don't have basketball. numbers though, right? Like, what is the number of his that's retired? Because we have like a minor, minor baseball league team. Yeah. And oh, is it like, because like, he, he went 49 and 0. Oh, right? so maybe it's so 49. The number 49, 49. Okay. is retired across the board. In that Boston is so sports. fucking funny to me. <laughs> that's our guy. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> Mr. Double IPA himself. <laughs> I'm, I'm really prepared for the Jamie Loftus six-part Rocky Marciano statue podcast <laughs> yeah. at this point, I'll be honest with you. Not to, you know, not to put more work on your plate, but I, I mean, I learned in the space of this conversation. I'm like, who was the psycho in Chicago yep. threatening the statue? And what exactly was the axe to grind? I think he was apparently a huge fan of Rocky and maybe didn't maybe wanted the statue to be better or something like it's At it's hard house? to tell. Yeah, or maybe that as well. But it's it's very funny because one of the, the World Boxing Council guys, there's a quote where he's talking about like the ceremony to like dedicate the statue or whatever. And he's like. What we're doing is the greatest ceremony ever done in boxing. <laughs> I mean, that can't be the case, right? There's no way that's that's true. I mean, I, like the ceremony would have taken place across the street from it, like in full view of a Taco Bell. So I really hope that that's <laughs> not the greatest. Yeah. Um, but sure, maybe. I don't it's know. Also- I don't- like boxing is 50% ceremony. Like that's bo- boxing is a really heavy ceremony sport. They love their ceremonies. So I mm-hmm. feel like I I feel like um it probably wasn't the best one ever. I'm sure Oscar De La Hoya had entrances that were better than the Rocky <laughs> Marciano <laughs> statue unveiling. Um, I don't remember. J- I I had already moved by the time it was unveiled. I was in college and so I didn't get to see it. Uh, and to, uh, for a while after. Oh wait, sorry. I'm, no, that's okay. I'm, I I just received a memo from from my dad. He's leaving Hi. the room. Um, he's Hi, Dad. He's over there. Hey, Mike. Hi. <laughs> so, they say oh, hi. Whoa, we get the whole hat tip and everything. <laughs> <You got that. laughs> Let's see what this memo says. Uh, it's from the desk of Mike Loftus, from when he worked at the New England Patriots. I got the wow. Uh, oh right. Oh, there. Okay. Oh. He's somehow hearing that we were talking about Rocky Marciano. I feel yeah, like I just so, got <laughs> Or maybe so just assumed, you know. The, this piece of paper says 49 wins, zero losses, retired undefeated, heavyweight champion, died in small plane crash, early 1970s. Okay. Any questions? Wow. Uh, <laughs> I think that sums it up. It's history. It's a yeah. in history. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, well, I couldn't love something more than that. <laughs> Can you hold I that up again? I want to frame this for my house. I that's like a... maybe the most dad thing that's ever happened. That was yeah. incredible. I just, I had to get a picture for the block party Instagram <laughs> so people can see. That's a sports writer right there. He's, yeah. uh, yeah. he just heard that we've been talking about his Rocky Marciano antenna. Is your dad a big, is your dad a big Rocky guy? I don't think so. Dad, are you a big Rocky fan? Okay. We can't hear him. I know. I didn't want to bring up Marvin Hagler because I feel like that's a whole can of worms. 
I know. I know. Wait. I have to, okay. <laughs> There's a second boxer from Brockton. Marvin Hagler. Marvin Hagler. Marvin yeah. Hagler. Oh, right. Marvelous Marvin is from Brockton as well. His number is also retired, and I'm sure it's connected <laughs> to something. Okay. Wow. So he's, yeah, pretty big boxing town. Marvin Hagler only died a couple of years ago. And yeah. the city mourned. I didn't realize I, I was always unclear because it's like whatever when someone is famous from where you're from, if they're actually famous or if they're just like famous from where you are. But no, okay, those you, guys you are guys both know fa- Marvin Hagler. Okay, yeah. they're they're very famous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, two, I've heard two of, of them. them. And two I'm of not the like a famous boxing guy. Time. So yeah, the yeah. fact that I've heard. Of them. Um, yeah. I did want to ask you quickly before we we move on to the social media update. You were mm. at um, of course, the hot dog eating contest this year when it when it was almost rained out. Yes. Um, oh, I yeah. That's a part of my social media journey. Oh, that okay. was like okay. Yeah. I, I, I was gonna ask because there's a guy who does the chugging contest, Badlands Chugs. Did you oh. see him do the chugging contest? Did I see him do the chugging contest? Um, no. I believe that it was like right before he was scheduled to do it that okay. it got rained out. If I'm remembering the chronology, that was like okay. that was a very bizarre, scary day. Yeah. Um. But it Badlands looked, Booker, it looked very man. crazy. Badlands is uh, one of my favorite people in the world. He's so good. He's unbelievable. Have you, really, have you watched really, his YouTube videos at all? Because he chugs some really yeah. insane shit. He chugged 50 eggs the other day. He, of course he did. Like, he's a, he's a, like a machine. Yeah. And he's so f- nice. Like, he's so cool. He seems he's so very beloved. nice. He's, and he's cool and like charismatic as well. Like, he's and really he, cool. It's, it's so hard because it's like anytime you talk about competitive eating, it sounds so silly. But I'm like, he's a great mentor to young chuggers. But it's true. <laughs> he is. Like, he does. He puts people on all the time. Like, and both times I've, like, seen him compete, he, like, brings a, like, someone new to the sport or, like, younger. And, like, sometimes he'll let them win. Or, like, it's just really, he just seems like a really sweet person john john got a cameo from him for me where no he, way he basically encouraged me to um become a better chugger and i think i think john said that i have like hollow birds or hollow bones like a bird or something uh and and i so badlands chugged a little tiny bottle of sprite for me and was like you can handle this one little guy <laughs> yeah yeah i think i told I, I, I don't remember exactly what i said but i definitely insinuated you had some sort of um illness with my bones. Bones. Yeah. yeah and you needed some... yeah you gotta fill up those hollow bones with, with sprite. sprite exactly <laughs> yeah but yeah badlands is up. just like the one i would recommend watching if you haven't seen it is he chugs something called thick water oh uh, I, no i which haven't seen is like some water. sort of like medical liquid for like because if you have certain... should he have it is well, it bad Certain people aren't able to drink like liquids, like they'll choke on it, I think is the idea because of something with their with their throat or whatever. And so they can only drink thick water, which is exactly what it sounds like. And he chugs it. And it's this warding super thick. Yeah. And he chugs it. And it's just he also chugs the ocean at one point. Chugging Um, the ocean is (laughs) is a good one for sure. Yeah. He gets like a straw with like some sort of like salt filter thing in it. And drinks a bunch of ocean water directly out of the ocean. I mean, he's like, uh, yeah. uh, I consider him to be sort of fast food guy adjacent. For um, sure. But, but he's like by far like the coolest and nicest and like most normal out of all of them. I've really loved seeing over the years. Cause yeah, I started watching Badlands. Ugh, I don't know. Like, Oh, a long time. I he's like been doing it for a long time. Yeah. His the rooms that he's in have gotten progressively better. Yes. Um, he used to be in like a very studio apartment coded room 
but now he's like in a full he's at like a kitchen island and you're like god or he's in like so his beautiful backyard as well like sitting at a yeah. picnic table it's great like yeah. you can you can see that you know chugging has really paid off for him do, do you know he's run. the guy from that the picture of the guy eating the huge hamburger there's that old picture from like 2006 2007 and it's the Wait. guy eating the gigantic hamburger and his eyes are bugging out um <gasps> that's, that's Badlands. him yeah that's so him it's also i'm like i have no idea how old he is i'm not because he looks great like he has, yeah like oh, considering him. all the stuff he puts into his body he looks really really good i think yeah, and you can't say that for all professional eaters, no, unfortunately. No, and because he um, does do professional eating as well, right? Like, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he's in the hot dog contest every yeah. year as well. Um, he's not a top hot dog eater, but I, but he like does chugging and he raps before before the contest every single year. Yeah, he's he's great. Like him, him in the hot dog eating contest sort of reminds me of the uh, those like world class tennis players who are way better at like mixed doubles or whatever, and they're like yeah. the best mixed doubles player in the world, and they're like good at like just like singles tennis as well. Like that to me is Badlands with chugging versus hot doggy. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's, and I'm happy to watch him do whatever. But there's a clear area where like he is the only game in town. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's the greatest. I love him. He's speaking great. of the greatest. Let's move oh, yeah. on to our social media updates. What a fucking good segue. 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 John took your words and he found the thread from the topic at hand to the next segment. Let's discuss what popped up in your feed. Who are you following? What did you see? Sports or politics or terrible tweets? What's going on with Stephens? Fast food freaks. Where was the drama? What was the deal? There's a brick fine shrimp in a cereal. TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Tell us what you saw. Like you give it to us. Our social media update. Jamie, we always start with the guest. What's going on with your social media? Ooh, um, so I, I've been a, a little bit off the grid this summer, or, or more off the grid than I'm used to being, I guess, because when I was promoting the hot dog book, it was just like, it was too, I don't know, it was a lot of not shutting the fuck up. And uh, it, it got, I, I felt self-conscious about it. I got really tired. And so I was trying to be on the internet a little less. Um so I'm sort of of two minds. It's like, so w- my social media update um, was I, I was so kind of burnt out on being associated with hot dogs so closely that I was really thrilled when about a month ago, I went to, um, I went to a, a fair in Maine and uh, I got on the local news and it was really thrilling <laughs> for me. Because instead of, because I feel like I had been labeled for, you know, two years of like hot dog person, hot dog enthusiast, and then eventually not to brag hot dog expert. Yes. And <laughs> so I had worked up, you know, I'd worked my way up this ladder, but I felt sort of jaded with, with the ladder because where was it all going? You know, where does it end? And so it was, it was nice for me to sort of come back to social media saying that I'm actually now being credited publicly as a fair goer um and <laughs> so it just felt you know sort of nice that there's you know you can always change and you can always explore yeah. different parts of yourself and that you can be 
you know, accepted. Um, and kind of nice, like adjacent, I would say fairgoer is adjacent to hot dog expert, yeah. but not, but yes. not the same, you know? So it's kind of a nice, an easier transition. Like I would say all hot dog experts are fairgoers, but not all fairgoers are hot dog experts. Exactly. And I appreciate, and I'm happy to sort of, you know, explore that gray area um, that I haven't seen publicly explore, explored very much. But the reason that I was, I got to the point where I felt like I reached this is too much hot dog. And I was, I spent the weekend of the Nathan's hot dog eating contest stressing about a potential block, a block that did not happen, but I was perseverating over a potential block from Joey Chestnut all weekend long. I was so stressed about it. I felt sure that it, because I had not, I still hadn't met him. I had talked about pretending to be married to him I talked about killing him. <laughs> I had like been talking for two years in public about kind of whatever with Joey. And I was alarmed. And then it was sort of this slow process of like, I met one of his colleagues, this guy, Crazy Legs Conti. And things went well with Crazy Legs. Crazy Legs seems. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, there were some crazy legs behind John just earlier. <laughs> I just like, I don't know. I I had messaged Joey on Instagram before when I was writing the book. I was like, hey, I'd love to interview you. Was left on read. I was like, all right, fine, fair enough. But then I just sort of, I think, went too far in the other direction. Like, I'm never going to meet him. So I'm just going to say that, I, you know, I, I'm, you know, I got married to him and I, and I killed him and all this other stuff. Um, but then it became clear to me that I was, in fact, going to meet him at some point. Uh, and it was like I was I was excited because I'm a big fan. But I also know that, I, you know, how how um, convoluted the shit I had talked had grown and to the point where I didn't even remember all of it. And so I, I, I met Crazy Legs Conti in May uh, that I interviewed him on stage that I felt like it went well crazy legs seemed to understand where I was coming from and that my intentions were not impure. And he was like, I'm going to put in, you know, kind of a good word for you with Joey. And I was like, all right. And then I got a follow from Joey. And then I was like, okay, but, but, but if he follows me, that seems like it's like six weeks away from a block. Cause now he can, he can see all the stuff. You're... He can see what I'm saying. Yeah. And before he could just, you know, pretend I don't exist. And that's great. So follow, the follow was great, but it also felt like the promise of a block hung in the air thickly because it was also the exact period of time where I had to answer questions about all of these like unhinged things I had said about him for two years in public forums, basically every day. And so it just was like, this isn't going to go, I don't know, this isn't going to go well. Eventually I, I was like scheduled to cover the hot dog contest this year. It was nuts. Joey, I don't know. Joey like has had the most bizarre run of years where the year I saw him for the first time in 2021, he broke his record, 76 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. Jesus Incredible. Christ. Like, an, a, a real display. I couldn't do that uh, in a month. I don't think. <laughs> and, and it would still possibly kill you, but like <laughs> he, he did it. And that was incredible. The next year I didn't attend, but the drama, there's always just like some drama with Joey. 
in 2022, the drama was there was a meatpacking um, protester who came on stage and Joey choked him out mid hot dog contest. Yeah. And yes. then still proceeded to eat, I think, 66 hot won. dogs in bun. Yeah, right? that That's fucking rock. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so that really played into his, I think, like, you know, great American hero persona. Um, and so yeah, that beating, was tr- beating up a protester is very, <laughs> beating, yes. I mean, uh, yeah, which was not lost. And also the protester was absolutely right. They're protesting Smithfield's, uh, food, which is like one of that and Tyson are like the most evil meatpacking yeah. conglomerates in North America. But in any case, um, 2023, it got, you know, the, the contest got rained out. I was on Coney Island in the press area and there was like lightning really close to the contest. Um, but it was being positioned as, you know, by the guy who runs the contest, this guy, George Shea is like, no, like we will not be, you know, the gods will not prevent us from <laughs> conducting the world's greatest contest. And basically he's like, I don't care if he, we all die you're going to watch Joey Chestnut eat hot dogs. But eventually um, he was told by the city of New York that they had to <laughs> cancel the contest. So everyone left. We were evacuated. Right. And then Joey stormed out, you know, in his wet little shoes. And he was like, no, we are going to have the contest. And then I had to go back. I was like the worst Uber ride of my life. <laughs> Went back, ran, saw him win. And then I met him because due to – this is so convoluted. I'm sorry. Like I, No, this is great. The follow endured. I got into the press area. And so theoretically, I could have asked him a question, but I was so scared that if he saw me, he would see how weak I am in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he would block me <laughs> based on my weak appearance. <laughs> You think Joey only likes strong people? I just think I had said a lot of stuff. And, <laughs> and if he saw me and saw how, like, comparatively fragile I am, <laughs> that it would just, like, not be good for me. At very least, humiliating. But, you know, and, and it just did feel like a block was one of the risks, but it just, I think it would have really hurt on a primal level so i was in the press pit and they were like all right you know like people who stayed or people who came back to see the contest you can ask joey a question there's only five of us and i didn't <laughs> say anything i just like stood there which i had already done in 2021 i was scared of him then too but now i was like oh he i didn't say anything because i was scared and then i went to the after party for the hot dog eaters because they have an after party and they all go even though they're like should be sick but they're not they're not sick they're going to the bar and joey showed up to the bar so fucked up but like fine and like eating and then i finally met him and um and he was like oh i like was like hi i'm jamie and he was like oh yeah like did you say you were married to me and i was like yes and he's like (laughs) Okay. <laughs> like, okay, do you want a picture? And then we took a picture and then uh haven't heard from him since. But I check I I have I think it's like it's whatever. I my OCD goes into overdrive with Joey because I 
I always think that it's just I'm one I'm one false move or just an opinion he disagrees with away from getting unfollowed by him. But so far, I'm hanging strong. I go to his page every day to see if he's blocked me. <laughs> I, I definitely um, have a, uh, experience with like a celebrity follow or something and just completely dropping the ball. And the yeah, one in yeah. particular, uh, yeah, I think we, I think we know which one is Ron Perlman. Oh, which is, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He followed me uh, for whatever reason back in like 2013 or 2014, right after Pacific Rim came out, and I was like, Stefan, this is your your one chance. Don't fuck this up. And I immediately DM'd him and was like, uh, Hey, Mr. Perlman, I really liked you in Pacific Rim. And then he fucking unfollowed me, <laughs> like within 30 seconds of that. Really? So, yeah. And, you, and I was just being nice. And you, you were know? nothing but lovely. That's well, that that's disappointing. I had. Yeah, it's it's weird with like, especially the hyper specific celebrity follows where you're like, I don't even know what to do with that. Like, I don't want to disappoint them, but I don't know how they got here. I had mini driver on uh, on on the Jamie bandwagon briefly, but then she deleted her account. And that's, right. you know, yeah. fair enough. That'll she unfollowed happen. everyone, though, I guess. In that she way. did. It didn't feel yeah. personal, but I yeah. did. I did sort of, I, you know, if I remembered that she followed me, it would always be like, ah, am I ever, is she ever going to validate me? Is Mini Driver ever going to validate me? Um, And she didn't, but that's fine. We can, we can live with that. It's difficult though, because it's like, yeah, right now a lot of people are just deleting their accounts. So you can't, I feel like, um, you know, I I have to seek validation from, you know, the people that in in my life and I don't, I don't care for it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Stefan, what's going on on your social media? Uh, I got a, a quick one here, but I got a really good uh, sponsored Instagram post in my feed. This is from an account called GamerFriend67. <laughs> and it is a picture of his TV, which I think is maybe a Toshiba. It's hard to tell. Probably like a 50-inch um, TV. And then a bunch of like action figures and amiibos and toys lined up in front of the TV. And then a bunch of video game consoles as well. So kind of already weird as a promoted post. And then the caption is... GamerFriend67, my TV, my Xbox, and my Nintendo Switch set up, plus some very cool collection of characters I got, plus I do have a lot more. Stay tuned for when I set them up. Um, <laughs> and then that's so you got to follow. You have to follow. I think okay. I, what I, think I am going to follow GamerFriend67, but it's just like one of those things. I think Instagram, I've been getting really, all the sponsored posts I got on Instagram now are from guys like this, where it's just like a guy being like, hey, you want to follow me? Like, this is kind of what I do. And I really like that a lot because if you go, I mean, I'm not really on Twitter anymore, but when I go on there, the sponsorship I get is like, uh, Hey, um, we need to secure, I'm not going to say it, but because then it's going to get clipped, but you know, you know what I was going to say? Some like Nazi shit. Uh, that's like literally what you get in, in the promoted post on Twitter now. So it is nice to be on a different social media page and the promoted content is just like weird rather than like, uh, insanely racist. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah. it was, it was nice to see. That's Thank nice. you gamer friend. Thank you, uh, John, John, friend sixty seven. Now you well, do I, have, yeah. I I have a video game related one as well. Okay, you do also have an entire table sitting behind you now, and uh, oh, I, in the exact table <laughs> we wanted them to sit in. So, oh, nice. Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. I saw them walk in. I was like, oh, I, they they kind of looked at me like they didn't understand what was maybe going on. Um, okay, this this one was a, a great post I saw the other day from uh, by Pikmin Four. You coward uh, at Shafrillis. Okay. Uh, and the tweet was just, it's interesting how crazy Mario Kart 8 became over time. Like it originally launched as just another normal Mario Kart. 
And now Link from Legend of Zelda can drive a Mercedes-Benz through the streets of Los Angeles. <laughs> it's true. Vancouver's in, in Mario Kart now as well. Yeah. It's a Vancouver track. I have, I have the download thing, like the, the pack or whatever, but I haven't downloaded that group of courses yet. So, But I, I want to play Vancouver. Especially now that I don't live there anymore. It'll be like a, a little nostalgia. Exactly. You know? yeah. Jamie, are you a Mario Kart-ist? No, I wish I were. I yeah, I sort of just like I I feel like I have always had this issue where I genuinely do enjoy watching people play video games in a way that feels like I'm uh, playing into a stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I actually really do. I like watching other people play Mario Kart, but I can't personally take on the stress of it. Uh, That's I get fair. too competitive right away, and then I get upset. And so I like to watch other people, you know, be able to calmly handle the set of emotions that comes with playing Mario Kart <laughs> that I can't personally take on. I like it. What if I told you that Link drives a Mercedes Benz through the streets of Los Angeles? That makes me feel pretty relaxed. Uh, <laughs> But I, I wouldn't do, want to be Link doing that. Yeah, I did think it was funny that they really did just kind of slide that Mercedes-Benz thing in, like, kind of, no one really talked about it. It was just sort of like, oh, you can drive a Benz now, and nobody was like, hey, I don't want to drive it. Like, usually that type of thing, you'd get some sort of, like, anti-capitalist backlash. But for some reason with Mario Kart, I feel like that never really came. I think, People were I think just because like, oh, it's, cool. it's so stupid uh that you're you just can't it's so like absurd and stupid that you can't get mad at it right yeah. it's link it's link driving a mercedes-benz like that's really dumb uh, you can't possibly get mad at that no i mean I, i'm i'm not upset and i like that you can go i don't know actually do you would you if given the choice would you prefer to drive around a fictional location or a place that you kind of know I and the fictional locations are like cooler. Like I like being yeah. able to like drive like Mount Wario or like driving over like a mushroom or like up in the clouds is very cool. But I do kind of like the novelty. I haven't done the Vancouver track, but like I do like the idea and the novelty of seeing Mario in Vancouver. It sounds yeah. kind of fun to do. Like you could if if I could make my own track of just like an ex boyfriend track of Los Angeles, like and you could just be Link in a Mercedes driving around like the east side and then you know you're just like jumping over different shitty apartment buildings that's true yeah i I think i would like that i i mario kart i don't know if i have an opinion on but like tony hawk it's definitely very cool like i've been to actual places where i'm like oh that is from tony hawk like i know where these streets go because it's like literally the streets or like skate skate two was like san francisco Vancouver and Barcelona combined. So you'd get like a lot of very familiar areas. Right. Um, just skating around. So that was, yeah. I, I like seeing stuff that I know in things that I'm playing. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Nintendo. All right. Let's, speaking of things that we know, I don't know if that's a good segue or not, but let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see that post. It's a block tail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tail. All right, Jamie, you told us about a potential block tail. I assume you have a, a real one as well for us. So, uh, no, that actually, I'm realizing I did already tell you my entire block tail <laughs> was about. I wondered if that's what was I happening. Yeah. About a was... block. Uh, <laughs> 
No, I think, I mean, unless I'm truly not aware of it, I, I was going over, I was like, how long has it been since I've been on a show? I haven't had a, uh, a, a particular, like a, a thrilling block recently. Uh, I've had a lot of block anxiety, but I, but I feel like it does sort of tie into like, just, there's just people whose accounts disappear, but then you realize it wasn't personal. It's really been testing me, but yeah, yeah no, I, I, I fucked up and told you my entire <laughs> Uh, block nightmare scenario that hasn't actually happened. Although I will say I still am convinced it will happen. And then there's a whole other element to it where I also recently got followed by Takiro Kobayashi. And it feels like I can't maintain both of these. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Situations. And it's like, if Joey doesn't block me, Kobe will. Does Joey feels... know? Do you think like if Joey finds out that Kobayashi follows know. you? Right? I just that feel like could, I'm already on such thin ice with Joey, especially because I do think that Kobayashi is like kind of the more legendary eater and maybe deserves more respect than him. And Whoa. so it's like, okay. <laughs> oh boy. if I had to choose someone to block me, <laughs> not, not that I don't know why I'm setting myself up like this, but if I had to, if I had to choose someone to block me, I would rather it be Joey. Um, but, but yeah, getting the Kobe, I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's been a lot of just, I'm trying to maintain these relationships with, with hot dog luminaries, but it's stressful and they're fickle. And, um, it's, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to maintain my, my relationships with well-liked eaters yeah. as mm -hmm. well. Your, your megabyte Ronnie's, uh, your Badland bookers, your crazy sure. like Conti's, because then, you know, if shit hits the fan, then you, then you can, you know, have community to return to, fall to. Right. Back on. lean yeah. on, lean on Insane. those guys. What yeah. happened with Kobe? I don't understand. Because <laughs> when is the, when is the last time Kobayashi ate at the contest? It's been a while, right? Yeah. I believe the last time he made a public appearance at the contest was when he got arrested right. at the contest yes. in 2010, I want to oh say, but yeah, he hasn't competed publicly in over a decade. And this was like, I think one of the first, if not the first year that he didn't come over for the 4th of July. And then he was also doing this contentious. That was the other thing. I was like, if I post a picture with Joey, will Kobe unfollow me? Right. So I was obsessively checking to see if Kobe and his wife also still follow me, which they currently do, but it might not be forever. <sighs> but Kobe took some money from Heinz Ketchup saying to, to promote the idea that hot dogs are not a contest. Uh, and oh. Wow. Yeah. And there was like a banner flying over the 4th of July contest saying hot dogs are not a contest as if Kobe's once again firing shots at Joey, which would be great, I think, for our, you know, for for culture in general. Yeah, Bringing that uh, back would be good. Is Kobe sort of leaning into you should like so I guess he's leaning into like hot dogs are to be enjoyed and Joey Chestnut doesn't enjoy hot dogs. Yeah. And that like oh. Kobe in throughout his his storied life and career has learned that it was wrong to treat hot dogs as anything but something to be savored and enjoyed Whoa. with now Heinz ketchup, of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I mean, oh that's an, that's an interesting angle. Ah. I don't know wow. how to feel about it. I feel I feel so dumb that I just like wanted to talk about Joey Chestnut so bad that I did my entire block. No, story. that's okay. You still <laughs> did totally fine. Story, you know, you so did. it's, it's no, okay. You, and we're on we're on a great. bit of a you know we we have a bit of a schedule here, I guess, right? So yeah, so we're we're good. We got we're, a listener block fine. here. Yeah. yeah, we're doing fine. We got a, a good listener block here from Abby, uh, mm. and this uh, they write in me versus a potential date. 
And this is already a weird way to meet somebody. No offense, Abby, but you'll see what happens here. And it kind of plays out correctly. My state's subreddit has a discord channel for hosting virtual get togethers. Okay. All right. So within minutes after sending my introduction post, I had a guy DM me who was also looking to meet new people. We actually hit it off as we have some shared hobbies and even liked the way I dressed. And that second fact is pretty rare, to be honest, LOL. We talked back and forth every day for two weeks until he eventually asked me out on a date. He was a Disney adult and one of those apolitical guys, yuck. But I decided to give him a chance since it's been a while since my last date. Once I confirmed the time and location, I didn't DM him back for a few days as I didn't want to run out of things to talk about before the date. So I DM'd him the day before the date to make sure I'm not going to get bailed on, only to see that he blocked me. He also left the Discord channel we met on. I told the other people in the Discord about it, and they say I dodged a bullet, and I have to agree. Thanks for reading, Abby. Oh, a political wow. Disney adult is not a good combination of things to be. <laughs> Maybe yeah, he was I mean, There's that... no way that you lost out on an amazing person, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm curious what motivated <laughs> Well, yeah, totally. Like, you back out right before, I mean... Right. Maybe it wasn't a real person. Is that a that's potential? Always, that's always tricky. I don't know. Like I, having, I've, I had experiences in the last couple of years where I was like dating someone that seemed like everything was great, but then like politically every once in a while, there'd be something that you're like, huh? Okay. And then one day I got into his car and like, it was a thing where he turned the car on and there was a podcast playing. And then I was like, oh my God, like what are yeah. they saying? And he's like, oh, sorry. I actually almost never listened to this, but it was like, a big time libertarian podcast. My sister, my sister dated uh, a guy and then found out he was libertarian uh, after the fact. This was like months in. So it was, it felt like I was like, this has been strategically hidden from me for months. Well, the smart libertarians know that you can't let people know you're a libertarian (laughs) because they want to make friends. Right. So, yeah. Uh, But then it's, yeah. And I was like, well, can, what is the, and I was trying to get him to turn the podcast back on he wouldn't do it. Was, oh, no. What was, were you listening to? Tell was, me. No, I was like, I just want to know what they're talking about. And he's like, no, nah, that's all right. And I was like, all right, well, what's their, like, what do they like? He's like, because three guys and they all are sort of on, I, I disagree with one definitely. And then the other two guys <laughs> have some points here and there that I feel like maybe it's not something I would say, but it's something that I appreciate hearing. And, but oh, there's boy. definitely, and, but he wouldn't play it for me. And then, like, I was trying for some time after, for the duration of the rest of that relationship, I was like, oh, what was the name of that? I, I, I don't know what the name of the podcast was. And it's, like, so unhelpful to be, like, a popular podcast with three libertarian men. You're like, that could be so many. That could be anything. Yeah, yeah that's uh, Block Party that's... is one of the – you're on one right <laughs> I'm now. I'm on one right uh, now. Yeah. We're, uh... And – yeah, I'm I'm being the weekly girl that the libertarians invite on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. reason I don't have a driver's license is because I'm a libertarian. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stephen's very. Uh, Stephen has a lot of it's thoughts. Also, about why the free I don't state. have uh, a driver's license as well. Yeah, um, and that's oh, why yeah. I was getting in his car. So it kind of is on me. It makes <laughs> sense of, yeah. that he would find me. He thought maybe we were like-minded. <laughs> <laughs> Not to uh, put your sister on blast, Stefan, but um, I would say I knew that guy was a libertarian within five seconds of meeting him. I, yeah, it, it became <laughs> fairly obvious fairly quick, I think. But he, I think he was doing like he was hiding it. Yes. Early yes. on with. Yeah. And then it was. 
Yeah, it was quite obvious. Great time. Well, if you're a libertarian who wants to support this very libertarian <laughs> podcast, you can head on over to patreon.com slash block party. $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. This month coming up, we've got two video episodes coming up for you. It is Stefan's first stand-up set in 13 years. Uh, we're going to be posting oh, yeah. that to the Patreon as well as my stand-up set from that night. And Stefan Takes an L3 is coming up as well, where speaking of getting in the car and driving, uh, Stefan finally took my car on the road. Uh, so those will be coming up uh, in September. We also yeah, have which a this Discord. Is why, that's why John moved to Calgary. So <laughs> Yeah, he uh, crashed my car and I needed yeah. to get away from him. Uh, so yeah, it's over. Uh, you get merch discounts, access to the Discord, whatever. It's all over by the way merch is at merch.blockparty.com head on over to patreon.com slash block party to support the show and you can follow us on twitter and instagram at blocked party pod uh, jamie we are here at the end of the show we like to finish off every show with a top three three two one uno 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 mustard three girlfriends uno 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 what do you have for us, please? So I, we just covered on the Bechtelcast, we just covered the movie Daddy Daycare. And okay. it was a favorite of mine as a kid. And so I'm thinking a lot about, uh, I was thinking about stay-at-home movie daddies. So I was seeking out lists. And it turns out there's not a lot of stay-at-home movie daddies because the one list I found was like the guy from Daddy Daycare, the guy from Mr. Mom, Jack Torrance. <laughs> and, and Geppetto, and those were the, okay. The, Classic stay-at-home dad, Geppetto. I was like, well, I guess if you consider Pinocchio to be a real boy, which is sort of the thrust of the movie, that's kind of the thing. Yeah, he is maybe a stay-at-home dad. He also worked from home. Um, but I think I'm I'm just thinking about uh, movie daddies in Top general. Three movie daddies. Yeah. Okay. okay, I love right. that. Uh, Jamie, you want to start us off with your number three? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's got to be Geppetto. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta be Geppetto. I I didn't choose any daddies I thought were particularly good, but ones that I uh, especially loved. Um, so Geppetto, of course, you know, some people are going to say he's delusional. Some people are going to say that he doesn't have a real son, uh, but he believed that he had a real son. And then eventually uh, he was kissed by an angel or whatever, and then he did have a real son. So I, uh, I appreciate Geppetto standing up for, um, you know, just uh, stay at home dads and, and holding holding the line for them. Um, wow, that's a that's a great, great choice. Um, great choice. Stefan, you're number three. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with like movies that I watched a lot growing up. Um, so I'll go with Adam Sandler and Big Daddy for number mm-hmm. three. Remember Classic. seeing that in theaters? Um and like even like my my mom didn't like Adam Sandler movies, but I think she even she liked that one because um, I think that one is pretty charming um, and a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, he's just uh, you know he learns a lot. When at the start of the movie, he's not a great dad. By the end of it, you know I think he's he's become a, a very good father figure. So yeah, and he's uh, and he's a big dad as well. He is yeah, he's quite big. That's yeah. hence the title. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am going to go with uh, a 90s movie that I used to really love, uh, you know, speaking of daddy daycare, Jamie, uh, and it's called Getting Even With Dad. And I'm going to choose uh, Ted Danson's character, Ray. Ooh. It's uh, if, if you haven't seen it, it's Macaulay Culkin and Ted Danson. And uh, Ted Danson is his biological dad. But I think Macaulay Culkin lives with his mom and he's kind of he's a thief. 
So he's kind of like not spending much time with uh, Macaulay Culkin. And then Macaulay Culkin intercepts. He, he steals all these rare and valuable coins and Macaulay mm-hmm. Culkin finds out where he hid them and he steals them and basically says like, you have to spend time with me or you're not getting these coins back. <laughs> and then of course, like over the course of the movie, they like become close and you know, whatever. And he ends up like not even taking the coins at the end. And mm-hmm. I just remember like loving that movie growing up and Ted Danson, who wouldn't want Ted Danson as their dad, even though he is like a deadbeat thief in this, in this movie. So yeah, that's my number three. Jamie, your number two. My number two, uh, I want to, you know, include a wide variety of dads. So my second one is an adoptive dad. I'm going with Count Olaf from oh. a series of unfortunate okay. events. Interesting. He's not, he's, not a best, he's not the best dad, but he puts a lot of effort into the act of being a father um, in a way and like that pretending I think, to be a dad, I guess. Right. Like, yes. In a way yeah. that forces his, you know, charges and at times his children to grow as people. Um, big series of unfortunate events fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I guess that Jim Carrey would be the movie version of the movie daddy, but he, he adopts them against their will to try to steal their fortune. And then, um, you know, dresses in drag and or pretends to be a, you know, reptile scientist in order to, and then he also illegally or tries to marry his own daughter at one point. He's, he's flexible. He's also willing to be <laughs> bend the rules a bit. Yeah. A husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, appreciate his father like hustle. Uh, and so he's my number two. Okay. Stefan. Number two for me, Tim Allen in the Santa Claus, Ooh, Scott, yeah. Scott Ooh. Calvin. Um, that was another classic movie we watched a lot, uh, growing up. And, uh, you know, he sort of becomes in a way a dad to the whole world. Cause isn't that what Santa is? Right. Um, so in, think, in some ways, yes. Yeah. Um, Santa's not real, of course, but in this movie, uh, posits what, what if he was, and there was like some legal stuff in there too, I guess. But, um, yeah, I, I'm going to go with, uh, Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. Uh, for my number two, I am going to go to the cartoon world. Of course, I'm going to choose Maurice from Beauty and the Beast, Belle's dad. Nice. Uh, he's a single dad from what we can tell. Obviously cares a great deal about Belle when she gets kidnapped by the beast. He's trying to do everything in his power. He says, take me instead of her. He's like valiantly fighting the whole movie uh, to get his daughter back. And he also just seems kind of like a bumbling, funny guy and so yeah i'm gonna go with uh yeah maurice from beauty and the beast your number one jamie my number one i'm 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 going back and forth there's a lot of movie dads uh to choose from i was tempted to go with carlisle cullen from the twilight franchise but uh you know but then he would be in he would be a direct (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He'd be in direct competition with Charlie Swan from Twilight, and that would be complicated as well because they're both, you know, pretty good parents. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going to stay, you know, I'm going to stay in, in the world of Christmas inspired by Scott Calvin. I'm going to go with Michael Keaton's Jack Frost for my number one. I love when they're not just a, a movie father, but they have to learn a, a movie father lesson. And Jack Frost, I mean, Played by Michael Keaton, although the like pro- the prosthetic snowman that plays him is definitely supposed to be George Clooney and not Michael Keaton. I I fact checked it and it's true. Um, 
but you know, he's a he's a rockin' dad who dies in a rockin' car accident and then has to learn how to uh, actually love his family via being a Jim Henson snowman. And um, I think that's a fun and misguided way to traumatize <laughs> your children twice <laughs> by returning as a snowman and still being uh, an okay parent. And at the end of Jack Frost, did you guys watch that when it like when we're kids? I never saw it. I watched no. it, yeah, but I oh. have, I probably haven't seen it in twenty years. It is gnarly. It it freaked me out as a kid because the snowman's a little scary and doesn't look like Michael Keaton. It so it's confusing. But like the dad dies in a car accident on the way to like play in the Jack Frost band. His name is also Jack Frost. Um, okay. And then he turns into Jack Frost, the snowman resolves his issues with his son and his wife and then he dies a second time and so it just seems like really horrible for his kids and his it seemed really selfish that he comes back as a snowman only to die a second time but you know i think that he's got a complicated journey and um it it warrants discussion so i'm, I'm going with jack frost 1998 that's a great Uh, My number one, of course, has to be Robert Duvall as Judge Joseph Palmer in the 2014 movie The Judge. Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding, of course. But I am on the Wikipedia page for The Judge, and the ending is so fucking insane. Fishing on a lake, Hank and Judge, that's Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Duvall, appear to have buried their mutual animosity. After praising Hank as a lawyer, the judge suddenly and peacefully dies on the boat. The courthouse flag flies at half-mast to honor the judge. Hank visits the courthouse and spins his father's chair. It stops facing him, indicating he is the next judge. Um, so I kind of want to watch that now. But uh, my number one is Clark Griswold from the Vacation series. Nice. Um, Great. Because that's a dad who is always trying really, really hard. To, He's trying his best. He really is yes. trying very, very hard and everything goes wrong. But, you know, it kind of all works out in the end. Um, but, you know, we watch Christmas Vacation every single year. I, I've seen the other ones as well. And uh, it's a it's a classic series. Uh, obviously, the less said about Chevy Chase, the better. But Clark Griswold, great character and a great dad. I got to go with an uh, iconic movie from our childhood as well. I'm going to go with Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yep. yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Talk about a dad that put in a lot of effort he would do anything i mean yeah. he would yeah. do anything including inventing a nanny character to be with his kids uh yeah just a, a classic film i saw it in theaters robin williams is super funny and i watched the movie again not that long ago and it it holds up it's still uh it's still very funny and very and touching as well very mm-hmm. touching great film love it all the way around mrs doubtfire that's my number one. Uh, Jamie, thank you so much for being on the show. Pleasure to have you here for 250. Before we go, anything you would like to plug? Uh, yeah, you should read the hot dog book. Give it a shot. It's the fall, but it, it could still feel good. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> People around the nation are putting raw dog down. They will I, only read it in the summertime. Honestly, I anticipate a sharp drop off, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Raw Dog: The Naked Truth About Hot Dogs. And uh, yeah, if you want, if you want to uh, read, if you want to con- uh, fully contextualize exactly why I'm so nervous that Joey Chestnut can and maybe should block me uh, at any seconds, because there's a 40 page chapter about him. Um, Amazing! And people can out. follow you on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help and Instagram at Jamie Cray Superstar. Precisely, yes. Bingo. Wonderful. As for us, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BlockPartyPod. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash blockparty, and we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.